Hey everybody, welcome back to another amazing episode of Freedom Empowered. I know it's your guys' favorite show. Before we start, I just want to tell you guys real quick, please share the show with a friend. Go on iTunes, leave a rating, a review. Remember, review reviews, they don't need to be five stars. Be honest with us. Tell us what you think. My mom gave us a four star. I mentioned that last time. I'm still mad at her over that, but on today's episode... I think we got a good one for you guys. We're going to talk about how you can make it on top of the Iron Throne. Or as we on Freedom Power like to call it, the Freedom Throne. And I'll just start off the show with a quote. It's not easy being a drunk all the time. If it were easy, everyone would do it. That's by Tyrion Lannister, Game of Thrones. Best show out there. I recommend it to everyone here. They're not even a sponsor. But it, it's... The way I like to see it, it's sort of like success. Success, if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. And that, that's, that's what this show's all about. If, if success were easy, you guys would be doing it right now, but it's not easy, and we're here to show you how to get there. But I feel like what we don't mention enough on this show is all the hard work you're going to need to put into it to get there. You know, Mason? Compl- yeah, no, I mean, and, and, he, and when that quote's pretty funny because it is hard to be drunk all the time. It's hard to do a lot of things. And I think that probably a lot of you guys are doing something in your life right now that's very difficult, whether it's what, working in your job or some sort of hobby or just something in your life, whether it's actually something you need to be doing or just you make your life difficult for just the case in point that you want to. There's something you're doing that's probably hard. And there's a good chance it's probably harder than just being successful. You might be working at your job and you might be grinding, whether it's physical, mental, whatever it is, time consuming. You're probably doing something that might be way harder than just being successful on your own, just starting your own business or just living the life you want to live. There's probably some of you that are working a job where you're working to make the money to pay for your hobby. And... It would be way easier if you just took a job that was focused in that that field that you're interested in, whether it's, you know what I mean? You might be working a job where you're trying to make the money to go and snowboard all of your, like on your time off, which I love snowboarding, so that's why I mentioned it. But at the same time, what if you just became a snowboard instructor? What if you put in a little bit of extra effort to become good enough at snowboarding to become a snowboarding instructor? I mean, that's that's a pretty uh, might be even trivial uh, example. But at the same time, I know there's some of you out there that are working your ass off to fund a hobby or something that you could just make into your job. Yeah. And and just to stay on the Game of Thrones aspect, think about how how hard Daenerys Targaryen has worked to get onto the Iron Throne. She's still not even on the Iron Throne yet. She just lost a dragon. Sorry, Mason, I know you haven't finished the seventh season yet, but she loses a dragon just to get to the Iron Throne, just to defeat the White Walkers. Put that level of work into the success you want, whether it's success in a hobby or success in a business aspect. Put that level of effort, like if you're trying to rule the seven kingdoms. <laughs> but it's true. You know, it's, it's possible. And I think a lot of people today expect success to be easy. They expect it to run smoothly. I know I've talked to a certain amount of people who, you know, 
whenever you talk to them about success, they'll try to like come up with a reason why it's not going to work. But there's always going to be a reason. Oh, it's not going to run smoothly. But that's the fun of it, and that and that's and that's the mindset that you have to create for yourself is that it's you have to enjoy the challenge. You can't you can't go out there and say, well, here's like a reason, or here I failed once. Should I stop? No, you need to enjoy the failures because failure can be fun, especially if you're learning from it. You know, if you uh, quote by uh, Peter Dinklage is fail better. And, you know, he talks about that in one of his speeches, but failure should be an opportunity. It should excite you because the only way, only thing you can do from a failure is you can learn more and you can start moving up. You can start progressing yourself. So failure should excite you because all it means is that you found something. You you found, you know, a, a, an obstacle in your path to success. Whatever it was that you had your eyes set on, whatever goal you had, whatever path you were on, you found an example of where it was going wrong. And now you've 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 hit it. You failed and you've learned from it. So now where are you going to go now? Now you can only go around it and keep going. But it's the people that stop there and drop off where it's the issue. And that's that that can't happen. And by the way, guys, if you don't know who Peter Dinklage is, he's Tyrion Lannister, Lannister from Game of Thrones. Man, his, his role in that show is amazing. One of my favorite characters. I think he'll end up on the throne somehow. But, but. I mean, it's more it's more interesting than that because... When you look at his life story, it's something to really be impressed by. He, um, after he graduated college, he started to look for acting jobs, and you know he had he had a lot of issues with it. He had a lot of he had a lot of people that didn't believe in him. So you know it's the same way with a lot of people that move to Hollywood. I mean, he was in New York City, but you know they say that like eighty percent of people that move to Hollywood don't make it, and he was sleeping on couches of his friends, couch after couch after couch until they finally kicked him off. He worked multiple day jobs. He dusted pianos at one point. He was pulling weeds. Uh, and, you know, he, he just really was doing things that he didn't want to do that weren't in line with his goals. But he, he kept he kept working at it. And then, you know, at one point, this was actually a big part of his early life, he worked at a an application job where he he processed application for like a job finding uh, organization or whatnot, and he did that for six years. and And one of the things that uh, he talked about that was it was kind of depressing was that he said that you know every Friday he would call in sick to work because he he was really hungover from the night before. And first of all, I don't know what he was drinking. Must have been something strong to keep him for six years every Friday calling in sick. Well, it must have been Fireball or something. That's that's my drink of choice. Oh, <laughs> that's not your drink of choice. No, that's your drink of choice maybe when you're in high school or something, but definitely not. Hey, just because it was good in high school doesn't mean it's good out of high school. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's interesting. But, uh, yeah, and after that, you know, because of that job, he was able to afford his own place. But the caveat was that his dreams died. You know, he had a comfortable job. He was, you know, doing something that made him money, able, enabled him to have his own apartment, but he wasn't pursuing his dream of acting at all in any way. And then another thing is that at one point before that, he was even on unemployment. 
and he talks about it and he says he says that he wasn't on it very long he he wanted to get off it because he felt guilty and I don't I mean it's it's an issue that's just a whole nother interesting topic to breach I don't know what are your thoughts on that Nick well like I understand how he would feel guilty but if if he needed it at the time I I understand just to get yourself back on your feet. But I, th- I think it really shows a lot that he felt guilty and how he felt like he needed to keep working and that just sitting there and not doing anything for his money. It's like a sign saying, like, I can be better. I can be doing this. I can be doing this. I can be pursuing my dream. But I'm just sitting here just getting paid and not doing anything. Right. I, I completely agree. It's like if you're going to be on employment that we all start at different at different spots in our lives. We all have different beginnings. And at some point you might find yourself on unemployment. And, you know, there's a lot of people that might hate on you for it. But I don't think it's something to be hated on for. It just is a fact of life. You might find yourself down in your luck. You might find yourself getting fired unexpectedly from your job, especially in today's world. But when you're on unemployment – it's, it's just not the best for you. You could stay on it and you can live an all right life. You can be on unemployment. You can be on welfare. But the question is, what are you headed towards? What, what, what's your mission in life? And if, and if you're a follower of the show and you believe in the principles of freedom and you believe that anything is possible and you have, you know, a dream that you want to achieve, you're on a war path to, to success, to be great. Staying on unemployment is not the right answer because you're just you're not learning anything. Yeah, you might have a base level of comfort, but you're not learning. You're not developing new skills. And most of all, you're not developing habits because when you're not on unemployment and you're out there scrapping for a job, you're out there scrapping for new skills, just trying to survive, you're developing those skills, those, you know, those habits of individualism, of working hard, of pursuing a goal that, you know, is really necessary if you're trying to be successful. Yeah, and and if you're young and you think that you could just live off your parents or work a part-time job and just hang out for a little bit, when you're young and you're living with your parents, that's the time to be pursuing your dreams, in my opinion. I, I That's the time where you can put, with your part-time job, instead of using that money just to hang out and do stuff that lasts like, 30 minutes of enjoyment or go to the movies every weekend. Go out there and use that money and figure out what your dream is and pursue that with that money. You, you can right. really you can really just when you're living at home and you're young, you can really just go for it. I think I think that's I think that's a big point to be made is because there's a lot of people that will I mean whether it's after high school or even into college, they graduate from college and see a safe place back at home and I don't blame them for it because it is a safe place and we we always talk about that dichotomy between two things that are good because there's not there's nothing negative about living back home with your parents especially if they want you there you're going to have a place to stay you're going to possibly even be bringing your parents comfort because they want you there and you're going to have a you know you're going to be fed you're going to be housed but at the same time you're comfortable and that's an issue because being comfortable doesn't feed into success because 
when you're comfortable, you don't have that human nature. You don't have that survival instinct being trained to make you work harder and to be better, to, to survive, to be successful. And you need to learn that mindset. You need to learn to be an individual, to hold yourself accountable. And most of all, you need to be uncomfortable. We've talked about this multiple times over the episodes. We've talked about it all the time that in order to push yourself to greater heights, you need to be uncomfortable in your current state. You need to be unsatisfied. And if you're living at home with your parents and you're working a part-time job and you're having all of your basic needs being taken care of, you know, what's driving you to be better? It's not even a matter of success versus unsuccessful. It's straight human nature. There's innately in your head, in your psychology, you're going to not be as driven to work harder because you're, you're already comfortable. You have this false sense of success. Yeah, and it, it's really about like learning that mindset of becoming an individual and hold, holding yourself accountable and basically being responsible for yourself and living on your own and uh, supporting yourself is a huge way just to, one, it, it changes your perspective on life and two, it teaches you how to pay bills, pay rent, just a little... Just a bunch of tiny little things are important for right. someone to learn. A lot, a lot of those little things are things that school doesn't teach you. So, you know, you want to be massively successful. You want to run your own business. Well, how are you going to do your taxes for a business if you can't even do your taxes on your own? It's, 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 just, it's just something that you have to think about. And I would almost say don't even just move out of your house. Move out of the state. We talked about this on, it was a way older episode. It might have been episode six or seven, but you need to move to where the opportunities are. You need to set yourself up for success. You know, they, they talk about hitting rock bottom when you're talking about people that have might have a drug addiction or just whatever issue they have. They say hitting rock bottom is where you, is where that's, that's a learning experience. That's where you start to climb after that. And it can apply to anything is you need to be at a place where the only thing you can do is move up. And if you're either living with your parents or you're on unemployment or you have some sort of safety net behind you, which is not bad because a lot of people have it and it's not a bad thing because you might be in a situation where you need that. But at the same time, what's going to propel you forward? You know, what's going to make you put in that extra effort, put in that extra work to drive forward and to achieve that next goal, to go out there and risk it for the biscuit? You need to be in a place where you're uncomfortable. You need to you need to be you need to feel, you know, like you need to achieve something. And whether it's, you know, you're living with your parents or you're mooching off your friends or whatever it is, you need to go out there and try something bigger. Yeah, and there's the five basic needs you need like when you're living on your own, you need food, water, shelter and air. And when you have that, or when you're trying to get those things, you're more motivated to better yourself or to make more money or just to succeed, really. And, right. and if that's what you're after, just those four basic things, that's a good starting point. If you're living on your own, those are the four things you need. I said five earlier, didn't I? You did. But Because Nick also needs love. That's what Nick's <laughs> needs. But there's, there's, there's psychologists out there who will say that 
love is a basic need. It's possible, but not in this show. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so those are the four things you need. And that's a good starting point. Once you reach those things and you figure out how you can maintain it, no one wants to just settle at food, water, shelter, and air. People want more than that. And us on Freedom Empowered, we want to push you guys towards that. We want to push you guys towards wanting more or chasing after your dream and getting where you want to go in life. I mean, it's not even, it's not even like it's something crazy. I mean, me and Nick went through the same thing. You know, when we moved out of, you know, we'll tell you a little bit about ourselves. When we moved out of the house, we did it early. I did it when I was 18. I don't know when you did it, Nick, but probably around the same time. And you learn something when you move out of the house, when you go out there and live on your own. You you start to learn. One, you're not, you know, being owned by your parents because I know everyone's got that, you know, there's that saying that your dad always says, you know, not under my roof. So you're, you're kind of hindered there to be an individual, but at the same time, even more when you move out of the house and you, you may, even if you move out of the state, you have an entire new environment. You have an entire new perspective. And that's something that you adapt to, that you learn to, you know what I mean? Because how many people will stay in the town they grew up in? And they never experience something new. And then they wonder why they're not achieving greater. It's because you you're, you, have, you you have this, not by your own fault, but you have like this slightly closed-minded view of the world of opportunity because you haven't gone out there and experienced new things and realized what else is out there. And, and that's something that everyone's got to go and try to do. Yeah, just... Try to think about that. Try to think about one person who's extremely successful that you've heard on the news or you've read an article about, like a major article from like a major news outlet. Try to think about that one person who's extremely successful but only stayed in one city. No, they're moving all over the place. You know, you have Bill Gates. He started his business in Albuquerque. You have Jeff Bezos who left his job in New York City to go move to Seattle. You have Elon Musk who lived in LA. And well, first of all, he's from South Africa and then he moved to Canada, then moved to Cal, I mean, to uh, Pennsylvania, then he moved to California. You know, there's these people that go out there and they experience new things, they go and see new opportunities, they go and have a change of scenery, and there's a lot to learn from it. And uh, Peter Dinklage, bringing it back to, you know, the focal point of this episode, you know, he was 29. He was 29. He had graduated college and he had spent that many years working small jobs. He had spent six years working at this one business where he was just working to submit applications. And it just, it sounds horrible, but that's, that's what he did. And he was comfortable. And then what he told himself was, no matter what happens, the next acting gig that I get, I'm going to take. And even if it's a pay cut, even if I'm going to have to get, leave my apartment, I'm going to pursue it because that's my dream. And that's something, that's kind of the risk that you have to take if you want to go out there and be successful. You have to be able to sacrifice something that you have now. You have to be able to take a downgrade in your lifestyle, but knowing that it's in pursuit of something better. And that's what he did. And when you look at it, he goes out there and 
he is successful. And this goes back to that uh, the principle of the Freedom 22 that we, we started talking about. The Freedom 22, it's, 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 it's one of the most vital principles that we talk about on the show because, you know, you have to put yourself in the environment you want to be in. You cannot go out there and be successful and because you're gonna, what you're going to say is you're going to say, I don't have the knowledge or the skills to get there. But you can't get those skills until you go out there and put yourself in the new environment and start to immerse yourself in you know, the culture that you want to be in. And it's, it, it, you can't be an actor if you live on a farm, right? You have to move to Hollywood. At the same perspective, if your goal is to be a farmer, you cannot be a farmer if you live in L.A., you need to put yourself in that environment to even be in the right and even be in, have the right mental frame to even start to move in the right direction. You, you need to just put yourself in the opportunities. A lot of people wait for the opportunities to come around, wait till it's like obvious, all right, this is an opportunity I need to take. Uh, I think you need to, people just need to start making their opportunities. Go out there, chase after your dream, and then figure out, like, open doors for yourself. Don't wait for a door to open up. You find doors and start opening them. Right. You cannot be afraid of change. And we'll tie it back again to the grades. You know, there's an entire spectrum of success between just working a job and then being Jeff Bezos, the richest man in the world. But there... Those people that are the most successful, we talk about them because it gives you the biggest perspective. It gives you that extreme viewpoint of what it takes. And you look at you look at people like Jeff Bezos, you look at people like Elon Musk, you look at people like Peter Dinklage even, and they started out with nothing. They started out in their garage. They started out, they gave themselves no other option but to be successful. When you're working out of your garage with no paycheck, they you have no other option but to succeed in whatever you're working on. And I'm not saying that that's, that's necessarily what you have to do is quit your job now. But at the same time, you have to start to think that if you're working a job where you're devoting all of your time towards a goal that's not your own goal. It's someone else's goal. It's someone else's business and someone else else's idea of success. And you're spending all of your time working towards that and you're getting a decent paycheck. How can you expect to, one, have the time, and then, two, have that innate need to go out there and do something of your own? No, you need to put yourself in that environment. You have to give yourself that mindset to have no other option but to succeed. Yeah, and a, a lot of people probably listen to the show that think it it's too hard to get into it or... There's a lot of stuff in your life that's making it too hard for you to reach your dreams. And I just got to say, if you think you got it harder than Tyrion Lannister, who killed his mother at birth, and then he killed his father too, but in his defense, his father did try to kill him, like sentence him to death. But that's neither here or there. But you probably don't have harder, have it harder than Tyrion or even Peter Dinklage himself. The stuff that he had to go through, not necessarily. Well, he he grew up in a in a time where, or not necessarily time. He grew up where he felt like he was different from everybody, because he he was a dwarf, and 
He felt different. He grew up. He was an angry, bitter little kid. And imagine growing up like that. The obstacles he had to come through, even just in acting. Everyone, everyone who offered him a part in a show or a movie always wanted him to be like the butt of the joke just because of his size. But if he was able to overcome that and become a successful actor doing something he actually likes to do, I think you guys can overcome your obstacles as well. Yeah. I mean, just speaking about Peter Dinklage, that's another thing is you have to go out there and look for the right opportunity. There's going to be times when it looks like success is easy. There's going to be times where you're going to be offered you know, like a, maybe a better paycheck than you would make doing your own thing. But you have to look into the future. You have to look at what you really want. Because there's a, I mean, just in the acting community alone, there's a lot of actors out there. There's a lot of actors out there who will take a role that isn't good. They're going to take a role for a movie that has no future, that is honestly a shitty movie. I mean, you look at people like Nicolas Cage. He had a bunch of great movies, and then he started taking all these movies that were lesser, so then people started to devalue him as an actor, and now he doesn't really have a career anymore. And that's something that Peter Dinklage stayed away from. He said, I'm not going to go and take this role as you know the dwarf on this movie that just gets made fun of because I want to have a career out of this. I want to do something better, and I think that I'm worth more than that. And look at him now. He, he held out and he maybe avoided opportunities or, you know, you know, looked over an easy paycheck to set himself up for an opportunity when it presented itself to have a real part, which he did. He did. He had a real part. If you he's Tyrion Lannister. If you look back at what we were talking about earlier about you making your own opportunities, Peter Dinklage actually has a quote where he says that. Uh, don't look for a defining moment because it will never come. And that's because it's it's a process. It's a grind. You need to find those moments yourself. If you're waiting around waiting for your big sign saying, all right, pursue your dream now, you're never going to see it. You're just going to be sitting around and you're never going to move up in life. You're just going to stay in your comfortable subpar life. And it's going to seem crazy at first because it's not what you're used to. You're used to spending, you know, 12 to up to, you know, 16, 18 years in, in school. So going out there and doing your own thing where you're not guided, where you're not being led along by a teacher or by like society and their definition of success, it's going to seem weird. It's going to, it's going to seem crazy at first. And people might laugh at you because you have no experience. You know, you know what I mean? Like, you're, you're going to seem like a fool at first. When you go out there and you first try to start your business, you're going to screw up. And people are going to be like, what is this novice doing? But at the same time, that's something you have to overcome to go out there and learn from that mistake. I mean, you look at you even look at us. You look at me and Nick with this podcast. And where did we start at? Every, no one knows how to do a podcast at first. No one knows how to talk at first it's very difficult to talk to a big group of people especially with the millions and millions of listeners we have <laughs> not really but at some point it's going to happen you know what i mean and we're going to look back 
We're going to look back when we have 100,000 listeners and be like, how did we get here? Where did we start? And there was people that laughed at us. There was people that laughed at us when we were thinking about starting this podcast. And even, even not even just people laughing at you, but you're going to suck at it. When we first started, we did not know how to do this. We did not know what we were doing. And it was a giant learning curve. But how else do you learn that? How do you practice for that skill? You don't. You just have to start. You just have to take action and start making moves. And that's when you're going to develop those skills. The same way we did it. We've all come a long way. I think Nick came more of a way than me because I think I kind of had a natural talent for this. Right, Nick? Uh, I disagree. But to each their own. Yeah, right. But either, either way, either way. You have to fail at first. You have to possibly even be the laughing stock of your community, of your friend group. You're going to have one friend out there that wishes that they could be where you were, and they wish that they could have the cojones to take that jump into action, to try something that no one ever thought was possible. And you have to just go for it. You know, the, and, the, and the best part is, the best part of it all is that the real winners, the real success stories, they're going to look at you and they're going to ID that vision that you have. They're going to realize that you have that, that, that war path in your head. They're going to realize that you're on a mission to be successful, that you have an idea that no one else has had, or that you're willing to just take massive risks to go there and achieve it. And they're going to respect that they're going to real they're going to give you a head nod of appreciation that you're willing to go out there and take that risk and and just because some of your friends might not support you well then you have the wrong friends you need to go out there and find a group of friends that are going to support you whatever it is they're going to support that you're out there to take a risk and they go out there and appreciate the fact that you're that you're trying something new, that you're moving to that next level. And if you and there's people out there. So it's if if you still have people that are making fun of you, it's because you don't have the right friends. Exactly. And there's the time is never going to be right. If if you're waiting for the right time, you're never going to find the right time to start what you want to do. But there's no time like right now to start pursuing cuz the second you let someone else hold you back is probably the delay to your personal freedom becoming possible. And it's only going to get worse if you, if you keep letting people talk you down or shut your ideas down. At, at a certain point, you're going to have to just ignore them and just keep pursuing and keep going for it. And you're going to have kids... If you don't already have kids, you're eventually going to have kids. Your, your car is going to break down. You're going to lose your job. But if if your sole purpose is to get to your personal freedom, you're going to get there. You can't be making excuses on why you can't get there. Because your excuses will hold you back more than probably anyone else telling you you can't do it. It's true. It's very true. And in the words of Peter Dinklage... Don't bother telling the world that you're ready. Do it 
and show the world that you're ready. You can sit out there, and, and we talked about this. You want to have a partner. You want to have someone there to bounce ideas off of, to validate what you're doing. But at the same time, if you're going to sit there and just tell everyone about the plans that you have, that doesn't do any good. You can tell everyone about your plan, but until you take action, it doesn't mean anything. You have to go out there and you have to take action. Well, I don't care what the step is. I don't care how small it is. You have to do it. You know, there's always there. I mean, there's this there's this idea that I, I mean, Nick have talked about. There's going to be these gatekeepers. These these gatekeepers are the things that hold you back. The things it's not even that they're holding you back because you're the one holding yourself back. But there's these things that, you know, are these stepping stones that you're going to have to achieve so if you want to start a podcast because i'm sure there's some of you out there that want to start a podcast what's the first step you have to buy the microphone you have to you know buy the supplies necessary to do that and until you've recorded your first words and released it to the world don't act like you you can't succeed because that's the first step and it's going to be embarrassing but you have to go for it. And if you're, you have another dream, if you have another dream, you want to be an actor, until you've gone and tr- tried to act, whether it be in the East Coast or the West Coast, whatever it is, until you've done that, don't tell people your dream is to act because that's not the case. You need to take action. You need to take that first step. Yeah, until you take your first step, that's all it is, just a dream not you actually pursuing it. it and if you're never going to act it's forever going to be a dream and then someday you'll probably forget you even have that dream and that's as we said again i will say it we'll probably say it every episode because it's that important you don't want to be the person that is halfway through their life already working a job they're stuck because they have debt they have you know, a wife and kids that they're taking care of, which is fine, or a husband and kids, whatever it is. But there's nothing wrong with that. But at the same time, how upset are you going to feel that you didn't try it? That I feel like that's my worst fear is that to have some sort of regret in the back of my head and just be living a life where, you know, I always have to think, what if? And we talk about it every time. What if? You do not want to be that guy. So whatever your dream is, just go out there and try it once. Just go out there and try it. Take that first step. Start to make moves. And and, and I promise you that you realize it's easier than you thought. Because it was easier for us than we thought. And it's easier for all of these other people that are wildly successful than they thought. Because it is possible. Because the, the, the worst case scenario is that it doesn't work. And what do you do? You try again. You change your methodology and you try again. It's all about learning. It's all about moving forward. It's all about taking that first step. And then you might take two steps back, but you take another step. And you might do that for a year. You might do that for three years. But you might do that for five years. But at some point, it's going to work. And who's going to be the most happy? It's going to be you. You're going to be ecstatic about it. Exactly, guys. And I hope today's episode really helped you guys realize where you want to go and how you should pursue it. And I just want to remind you guys, please review and rate us on iTunes and check out our social media pages. Like our page on Facebook, follow us on the Twitter and the Instagram, 
We'll talk to you guys next week.